0: And there hmm. I think we should be live. Uh yes, I think so. Hello everyone. Oh my goodness. Uh yeah, don't don't mind me being very late. Sorry everyone. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh This is gonna be an absolute rattler tonight. Um how are you all? We're fifteen minutes late. Uh it, it's for good reason, I promise. Um also, key question. How is the sound? Because uh, oh, wait a minute. Let me close. Oh, I know why that is. Let me just uh, define, uh, close that window, and then do this now. Oh, dang it. It's not. Wait a minute. I can fix this. Properties. Uh, yes. Okay. Ah. Oh, I know why this is an issue. It's because my camera is being used by someone else, Uh, but it's being used by a different window, which I think... I can now deselect oh my goodness how do I do this how can I make this happen huh oh can you hear a compression and bass you can hear nice things Uh, there is a new mic which you can't see because if I go to I've got desk maybe I have to do the whole thing with desk cam there is a mixer and you can see it moving look look at that isn't that nice isn't it look and I can uh, I can I can say you and uh also you can see the mic and there's me hello looking at my thing uh, and there's my my webcam there which isn't working because uh, it's Zencaster is hogging it even though I've closed the window that Zencaster was in so that's fine but we don't need it because it's a news episode anyway so it's you know what it's fine we're slamming through uh, no no new drops uh, how's the sound quality am I too loud am I too quiet let's uh let's get on with things shall we um this is episode 168, Driverless Lies Leave Tesla in a Muddle. Tesla's a thing at the end. There's lots of other news. It's a news episode, everyone. Um, and it's 100, episode 168. So let's talk about the British Rail Class 168. Here it is, looking a bit networkery. Um, technically, people call it the Clubman, which is a made up class of one. It's not really. Uh, it, was, it was the first private, you know, it was the first post Railways Act. Um, procured train by a private train operating company um, and it looks a bit networkery and then they created a new one that had the turbostar nose which is pretty much identical to turbostar there we are there's the there's the 168 anyway oh, how is this for um nice sound by the way is that, is that nice if i do if i do jazz radio anyway um uh, also the 15 is really weird on that uh, really weird on that uh, on that s- sign bo- uh, speedboard how how bizarre anyway um without further ado <laughs> oh my goodness Um, let's go welcome to tonight's real now everyone Ah, the Insta Five fading away. Um, that sounded loud in my ears, but did it start off loud to you, everyone? I need to understand whether the intro music sounded really loud when it, it came in. Oh, it's in quiet. Oh, it's just loud in my ears. Okay, understood, understood. Okay, fine. Um, right, uh, we're doing the news, everyone. It's a news episode. Um, oh, why is that loud in my ear then? I need to go into my GoXLR thing and reduce the volume of the headphones down to 50% that's probably what i need to do isn't it that's possibly fixing that problem so now i've put the sound back up um it was loud no that's not itv news it's channel 4 news that's uh it's um anyway i digress it's anyway this is this is this is a tech check episode as we see etcs ETML rollout continues yeah some good news we'll start with some good news um slow news admittedly because this has been going on for a very long time uh, but yeah next month um as in this month uh it's june it's not june yet it's the 31st of may right now yeah 31st of may uh june uh next month we'll be work uh, network rail will be installing they'll be doing some possessions for a a few weekends putting in more um physical stuff to get etcs working on bits of the east coast mainline uh good fine uh, the long road to it's just a nice photo of the inside of a cab simulator for a, a class 800 here um, and a weirdly style, weirdly empty version of the east coast Mainline on, on screen um, with a nice driver uh, anyway uh, I digress uh, here is a nice picture of the cab and you can see kind of what's going on and it's going to be ETCS magic happening which is exciting uh, the WTpiP episode was not my tech check no because I didn't have soundboard I was just pumping in my mic which is different although the current volume my mic is set to which is maybe a little... Uh, it's about where... Basically, Alice told me to put it at this level. And uh, it, it, interesting enough, showing how good Alice's podcast ear is pretty much is exactly where the sound level used to be on when I used my old um, uh, Blue Yeti, which is uh, next to me still. Uh, I don't know what I'm going to do with that um, later. Probably use it for live shows and stuff. Anyway... Um, onwards oh edinburgh tram extension has opened here we are um at last i mean I'm, i put extension in brackets because, in, in inverted commas rather because this is actually just they've opened the original they've opened what the tram network was supposed to look or the tram line was originally supposed to look like um but it is good because uh it's there's a lot the good thing about trams is it means a lot of um uh there's a lot of oh there's some uh oh pop filter Interesting. Okay, noted. It's because I'm talking into the mic. If I talk away from the mic, if I talk, kind of look sideways, then uh, that problem isn't probably less of an issue. Thanks, Jarrett AO. Yes, uh, some sound playing to do. Anyway, uh, trams to New Haven. It's good. Trams are good because they it often means lots of good public realm works uh, and getting rid of cars, uh, which has happened for the most part positively along Leaf Walk. I actually submitted a very detailed um, consultation response to the to the the route down to. Tra- I'm I'm the rail engineering actually back in the day. Um, and they actually incorporate quite a few things I proposed, which is nice. Um, so yeah, uh, some interesting changes that they did there. It, I think the public realm is better now in Leith Walk than it was. Staying in Scotland, uh, Borders continuation. Um, ha- the the campaign for Borders Rail is here snagging John Lamont, the uh, local Conservative MP somewhat of an irony uh here saying that he's going to work continue keep working hard to ensure the borders Railway is extended well will you john the one because i'm pretty sure you opposed the original opening of the extension of the borders or opening of the borders railway but anyway uh still you know borders rail continuation still very much floating around on the cards um keep your eyes peeled watch this space etc for, for the stuff going on there um yes so that's uh, That's some Scottish news uh let's go down to the southwest uh where they've completed a what is it like it's, it's like 200 meters or 800 meters a, a fairly long stretch of the of the seawall next to the railway has been let's say heavily reinforced in dolish to avoid it being washed to bits uh, again by stormy sea uh anyway, there's there's a quite a nice view of the of the, the structure over the river at dolish there which is, is quite nice it makes dolish they quite appealing there doesn't it um I don't mind the fact that it's a quite a uh a, 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 a sort of st- concretey looking seawall i think that's fine um I, there's no point you, you you struggle to do something brick and substantial uh whatever there's some happy workers um standing being pleased about the work they've done uh, and there's another vi- view kind of showing the length of this physical work now there's a lot of work going on here they've had to protect the station it kind of continues on further uh right the way to the end it's kind of the whole of this bay really and, and, and onwards further and then the cliffs of course then have, have had work further up as well so there's a lot a lot going on um uh, yeah, there's this clearly some some heavy civil engineering gone on, but this still hasn't really solved the problem in that there's a capacity issue here, this, this being the main line, and quite a, in fact a very busy now, uh, commuter route in towards Exeter. It's a very busy commuter route. The, the, the commuter uplift here has been enormous on the railway. It's a very popular bit of railway line. It's not just tourism, it's still commuting. Um, anyway, ooh, ah yes! So Red and Green Park here in 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 rail alphabet 2 Britain's 200 no 2575th 2, railway station is opened um as the current total um and yeah you can see this it's, it's I know it's a stupid name because there's already a station called Green Park they could have called it like Pingewood, or Redding Lakes because it's next to a bunch of big lakes um but we have a special correspondent, Michael is in the chat. There we are, Michael C, good, I'm glad you're in the chat. We have a, a good correspondent, uh, Michael C, who has gone out and spotted what this station looks like. So uh, hopefully the audio works nicely on this. Uh, Michael, tell us, uh, tell us what's going on.
1: All right, this is uh, a Rail Natter segment that I'm doing for some reason, uh, because I feel like it, basically, and hopefully Gareth will edit it in. Uh, I'm at Reading Green Park, hooray, the newest station in Britain. Um, as you're all well aware it's not often we get a good news story uh, when it comes to British Railways but today is one uh, Saturday 27th of May. Brand new station at Reading Green Park to serve a big old housing development around the corner um, So what can I say about the station itself? Well it's located next to a very nice housing development which actually feels quite a lot like Florida but with the advantage of not being in Florida and therefore not run by fascists The station itself has bus stops bike parking and a station building, which, pleasingly, has an actual ticket desk, which is nice given we're in an age where they're potentially being threatened with closure. Past the gate line you'll find some toilets, and inside the station it's a fairly standard affair with two platforms, a footbridge and some canopies, all fully accessible of course. Also, it looks like some of the signs use rail alphabet, but perhaps not all.
0: Yeah, pause, Michael, briefly because uh, everyone's moaning about the audio, and I'm going to just check something which is, uh, and hopefully, this won't now reset the audio. There we go, let's do that and let's go. It's a very nice
1: development, uh, it's a very nice station. I would recommend checking out Reading Green Park. Bonus plug because I forgot to do this originally uh, when I filmed it. Um, this has basically been a TLDR of, uh, of my full length video of Reading Green Park, which you can see on my channel at Michael C um michael c as well i'm in the chat Where which way is the chat is it that side that's side, it's one of the sides and i'll be typing away saying like hello yes it's me something like that um yeah so there you go that's my plug um yeah back back to the show
0: thanks michael c um yes uh hello yes it, it was michael c and i think my my chiron blocked the the plug but my, you can find the links to michael search michael c is in there that's fine um Thanks, Michael. Uh, I quite like people sending in a little um, tidbit of of of, of news they find interesting. I I don't make any promises that they'll all go in, but uh, feel free to, you know, if you've got a news thing that you think is interesting, uh, feel free to chuck it over and we'll we'll include it. And I will, um, yeah, nice little cameo from Michael C, long time fan of the show. And and also creates lots of fun stuff that you can go and watch. uh, And also a chance for me to test the audio again. (laughs) uh, Apparently it's still quiet. So my backup audioist, my, my kind of system audioist needs a bit of a boost. OK, noted. I'll get the Patreon people on and we'll have a play. Anyway, uh, East West Rail magically. That's the next news article. East West Rail is magically not dead, which is quite something. You know, the route for the five billion quid project has been announced. That route is a bit bonkers um, because it's a bit of a weird, it's a bit of a strange route, this one. Uh, OK, this bit has been built already and, and it's kind of in fact i worked on oxford to um this bit is existing railway and part they're kind of work in progress um this section is an existing bit of railway that's a suburban railway and it's going to have to do both and it's going to be a bit messy operationally it's not ideal um the new bit is the bedford to cambridge section this bit here which is weird for a variety of reasons. Uh, it's weird at Bedford because it kind of has to be, because you can't really shoot straight out of Bedford, although it'd be nice if it did. Um, so that's a bit a bit weird. So it kind of comes out that way and then tucks around. The really weird bit is where it goes parallel to the East Coast Mainline for a bit, which is a, a, a s- strange. Um, I believe following a new road, but okay, whatever, Parallels kind of runs up to St. Neots, but doesn't go to St. Neots, because I'd have said, well, just do that if you're going to do that. But anyway, fine. But then that would have had to involve going through St. Neots. So, okay, fine. Slightly weird there. Um, it has to go through Camborn, so then you're like, right, okay, fine. Again, I'd have gone, well, you know, what's the route? Straight line through to Camborn, maybe. Okay, uh, it has to go through Camborne, But then the weird thing is that Camborn, and, and again, operation, I think this makes more sense, but the... Uh, is there's quite is that it has to come through cambridge south and all the upgrades going on there shout out to the my colleagues who have been delivering the design through cambridge south um is that it then has to kind of come round cambridge like a bit of an old bypass and then come in from the south it's it is a bit weird um yeah strange and yes the whole thing is being built uh song electrification which is obviously completely stupid and also what's annoying is that this bit is not uh is the fact that the the aylesbury section is not it's like oh you maybe we'll give you that but we're not going to actually thanks treasury so yeah it's a bit strange um yeah not dead but a bit weird all right like it's, there are reasons why i'm not saying this is a bad route it's just a weird route you know it's it's it shows the challenges of dealing with of opening new railway lines and dealing with um uh dealing with you know, if you basically, if you don't have the political clout that HS2 had to 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 kind of create the railway, um, with a, a bit more of a, a, let's say a, a, a pragmatic route. Anyway, oh okay, yeah, right. So this seventy-two million boost announcement from the DFT, uh, here they are announcing seventy-two million pounds to improve rail train journeys across Manchester and the North. Um, this announcement is very cheeky because actually, by announcing what looks like a large number, but spoiler alert, is not, um, is in fact a cancellation of platforms fifteen and sixteen, and the gen- and the rest of the northern hub upgrades from uh, over ten years ago, because if you go through and read the um, read the press release, you'll see, um, in order to deliver for passengers quickly while providing value for money for taxpayers, huh, Network Rail has say withdrawn a previous planning application for rail infrastructure work in the city. This is a another way of disc- of saying they have cancelled. That work formally. So the work to get put platform 15 to 16 through Manchester at Manchester Piccadilly, um, upgrade the cast for corridor for track it, um, grade separation. That work, which TWAO had been submitted years ago, that has now been formally cancelled. And of course now they come up with a new magical task force to consider alternative. Uh, I'm going to put my rabbit ears in there. Alternative options. What they mean is cheaper. Um, to better serve passengers and support the 26 million already injected to improve services at piccadilly airport and oxford road stations so that's a yikes uh, from me folks that's a a massive yikes um and uh essentially what this means is even if you just look at one project i.e crossrail manchester is worth 300 times less than london in the eyes of treasury because that's 72 million uh you compare that with Crossrail's current uh, price tag, which is eighteen point nine plus one point one, because I you have to include the trains and depots, so that's a, a nice cool twenty billion pounds there, um twenty billion quid. Oh dear, three hundred times less than that. So twenty billion. Uh, let's let's just go. So that's uh oh, is that one, two, 3... two three thousand million one two three billion and we want to divide 72 million two three one two three divided by that which gives us i believe uh equals 0.36 percent um 0.36 percent folks yeah that's a third of a percentage of the price tag of Crossrail being spent in Manchester, which is absolutely embarrassing. Uh, this made me angry, so I was thinking of ways to visualise this. Um, so I, I thought, and this annoyingly then got loads of reply guys coming in and going, "No, HS2 is about connect. Uh, duh, 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 does this? Does that? It's like, why don't let me on HS2 for stars? Secondly, no, I'm using the, London to Manchester as an analogy uh, because I think it would have been confusing to say." do crossroad, basically I took the pros- crossroad price tag on its own and said right, if you have a straight line from London to Manchester um, that is the price tag of HS2, then the money that's be- the 72 million, um, so it's a 260 kilometre straight line um, a 59 hour walk if you fancy doing that um, 72 million pounds to that being, t- if that's 20 billion then 72 million is only 934 metres, which is a 12 minute walk so I was trying to visualize, I was trying to think of a way to visualize how small an amount of money that is by comparison, uh, a very small. And I'm not the only person who's getting angry about this. Christine Spence was getting a- very angry. Um, uh, Northern Paris Partnership were getting angry. Lots of people were getting very angry about this because it's insulting. It's deeply, deeply insulting. And yes, there's probably a rail natter in my, in the work in the kind of the quick scratch together sums that I did to look at how much money has been spent on rail in London since 1990. And therefore use that as a multiplier for how much money should be spent on rail everywhere else. Uh the rough rule of thumb though folks is um take yourself here if, if here you are, um this is this is you. Uh you. Um and uh, and then uh here's uh, some other people uh, here. There are other people. Um, if you want to work out how much uh, you and the other people should be getting spent on rail, so if there's, say, uh, you know, lots and lots and lots of you, lots and lots and lots and lots of people, there we are, all these people, happy people, um, all these people, um, multiply by uh, £5,000 per head, and that gives you the total amount that you should be getting spent in your, I don't know, village, town, city, region, country... Um, that's how much you should be getting spent on you on you per head to get that London level of spend, and that is how it should work, folks. A lot of other, a lot of uh, other reply guys came and said, "Well, actually, I think you'll find that you know more dense population in London or this and that." It's like, no, 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 no. Those are irrelevance. absolute irrelevances. Per capita, the same money should be getting spent across the country. Arguably, you could say in less dense areas more should be spent to provide the same level of service. Anyway, um. Uh, Jarrett, no. What is the? Tell me the news, uh, Jarrett. that Amtrak ad. Uh, I'm going to cover a little bit of US news. So when I get to that, maybe I'll talk about the Amtrak news. Um, meanwhile, Treasury are at it again. They're te- they're talking about cancelling Wi-Fi. They're going to cut the spending to uh, community rail partnerships. Um, just everything they can do to just cut money, just cutting cash to the railways because they don't want to. They just don't. Want, they don't want to run railways anymore. beaching levels of like disruption to the to the rail system. um Related to that is the fact that the uh, National College for Speed Rail in Doncaster, which I thought would keep going with Birmingham running it, but it isn't. They've Birmingham have just gobbled the Birmingham campus up. They've the, the Doncaster campus is is being abandoned, which is pretty upsetting. Um, shout out to Frank, Andrew, Emma, and others who are employed at the college uh, and aren't anymore pretty upsetting. 170 students, there was a, that's a decent number. Uh, I mean, it's not enough to keep the thing sus- sustained. There's all sorts of reasons why this um, college has gone down. It was managed dreadfully, but most of the reasons are because the um, there is absolutely zero, uh, you know, completely zero, um, yeah, just, just zero long-term strategy for rail. Sorry, I'm reading the message that Jared just sent me. Um, yeah, zero long-term strategy for rail, and that means that um, there is no way to work out what size of workforce companies need, so they are not going to be—they're um, not going to be employing these staff. So they're not going to be sending staff to a new college to get to, to get trained. Very frustrating. Um, uh, yes. So, um, and uh, yeah. Deidre is pointing out that there's a tool that Tomforth um released uh, this week um to to work out uh what what money should be spent in places. Uh, thanks, Deidre. Uh, oh yeah, rem- Deidre, remind me to continue our chats that we were having a on yeah episode organizing um so right well there's a big okay it's a big Amtrak just announcement fine uh anyway so the, the college was great and it's really upsetting that it's just being binned off and there's a good chance that it'll just sit empty for a while because no one will want it and then it'll get flattened which is just pathetic I don't know what I've got a load of stuff still in there actually. Probably got like thirty or forty quid's worth of, of stationery and, and a couple of bits. Led to Hornby track in there that that are mine. I never got around to collecting again. Maybe I maybe I should. Uh, I did make sure to keep and steal my my badge though. So I've got all of my high speed rail college badges as a as a, a as a memento for a college that will be no more. Very upsetting. Um, and in the continuing theme, DFT are all about roads. Rail can go to hell uh, because there was a recent – National Highways were recently at uh, a, a, a talk um, at Innovation Zero, uh, whatever that is, and um, National Highways were saying – remember, National Highways is Highways England. It's this FASH name for Highways England. Um, road is decarbonizing so quickly compared to rail electrification. By 2035, roads will have the same carbon footprint per passenger as rail. As it's cheaper to invest in road decarb. that's firstly absolute bullshit, like complete nonsense. It's funny that that rubbish is getting sp- spouted, but it gives you an idea of the sort of talking points that are going on um, in and around uh, in and around government in terms of what they what this is the future. It's clear that DFT, the the way that it's been restaffed post Brexit and then post kind uh, of in the in the in the Gilligan era, um, is with a bunch of road wonks who just have no interest in rail, and so this sort of absolute. A scientific gibberish is is what what emerges, uh, and yeah, Leo Murray, uh, Christa Tunity is um, uh, it also kind of it, it kind of proving that point. DFT all about cars. Humans can go to hell. Is that the um, in terms of culture war stuff? Uh, there's uh yeah, the, 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 there's a, a an announcement on project funded active travel projects. The winning projects have demonstrated they provide people with attractive choices to use cycling and walking for local journeys and do not include any low-traffic neighbourhood schemes. So low-traffic neighbourhoods, just an absolutely normal part of, of creating reduced-car-reliant communities, have now become another culture war thing that mean that your bids might get kicked out if you if you attempt to utilise LTNs. So uh, hopeless. The conspiracy theorists, right-wing columnists, and weird liberals, and white, just taxi drivers, they've all won very frustrating um there is some level of op- it's not quite as doom and gloom as that but it's it's pretty depressing that, that a stent sentence like that was written in a press release but this is just the path of the course and of course in in you know uh in, in happy news of course uh, we're now in a situation where we can have um we can have nice long trucks so aren't we glad that we can have long trucks uh good marvelous um i'm gonna, I'm gonna try one last time to get my webcam to work uh, if i do that there and then try that if i go deactivate and activate we're in it's working look it's me look hi everyone <laughs> i got it working i worked out how to make it work oh my goodness anyway right uh, it's me in the corner again uh yes they're going to introduce longer lorries and it's just this absolute non like this is the kind of treasury brain nonsense that you're getting it's like the idea that it provides a boost for the economy well no because it will result in more being moved by road, which is bad for the economy. Uh reducing carbon dioxide emissions. Not if you get an induced demand and you're using more HGVs. So no it won't. And then also they've dragged Greg's into it. Um although Greg's uh yeah. Whatever. Okay. So some bad news. And and to round this off, Dr. Greg Marsden of um Leeds ITS. You're still at Leeds I think. Uh Greg. I correct if I'm wrong on that one. Uh Greg, we need to have you on the show to go through your report. Uh Greg has uh, released a an analysis called Reverse Gear. Um an analysis of the Freedom of Information request he did on the government's plans for decarbonising transport, and very depressingly, he has concluded that up to 72% of the UK transport carbon emission ambitions have been binned. Given that you, transport is the UK's largest source of greenhouse gas emissions, what the hell? This means that we are... This is essentially translates into, for the most part, a substantial amount of the of the UK's overall net zero emissions have been canned off which means which then begs the question how are we meeting those um so there's a there's a fantastic um uh, executive summary to read through that you can download uh, greg's report off um off uh off the website if you just search greg marsden reverse gear i'm sure this website comes up it's published through creeds um, go through there uh, we'll do a page turn of this report for sure um ideally we'll get greg on and we'll do the page turn together um uh yes uh, oh, people enjoying the correspondent concept. I'm glad you are, Dave Frankel. Yes, um, yeah. So it's, it's, it's good. Michael C did a great job. You just need to, uh, Michael. You need to check your lev- audio levels are the same, and I also need to check my audio levels are functioning because uh, they, they clearly weren't there and very quiet. All my other stuff. I've done this in the past where I bring the mic levels down to match the other stuff, but then it's very quiet on YouTube, so I just need to work out how to boost the other stuff. Anyway, uh, eventually. Julia uh, Mattioli here, um, kind of making the broader point, which is that this is kind of happening across the board. It's not just the UK, unfortunately. Um, this is the general situation. For um, you can see, oh, and here, the wee one uh, sobbing, which is sad. Um, all decarbonisation measures currently in place and already committed to will reduce global transport CO two emissions by only three percent by 2050, which is shocking. You can see the enormous requir- the gap here in what needs to be achieved. Just not good. Not good, folks. Um, and so this report, um, ITF Forum have done a... What's oh, ITF Forum? Is that UITF? But no, it's not. It's a separate... Anyway, there's, there's, th- this is, this is, they've, they've kind of made some re- five recommendations. The first of which is develop comprehensive strategies for future mobility infrastructure. This is the long-term plan. Uh, which is what i've always said needs to come first work out how much you need people and things to move around did i say people work out how much you need people and things to move around and then build an infrastructure system that f- achieves that um and ideally neglect roads from it as much as possible and number two accelerate transition to clean vehicle free so this is the second one is electric vehicles okay fine number three implement mode shift and demand management policies yes demand management key this is absolutely key and uh, then number four, consider additional benefits for urban areas when evaluating policies. So um, think about the other benefits. So this is five things that are things we very much um, push for. Um, and then the last one is uh, do road pricing. So reform vehicle taxation to capture external costs of new vehicle fleets. Yes, do road pricing. These are all good things I can very much uh, believe in and, and and strongly support. So yeah, fair play on that report. Maybe that's another one for us to look through um all right a change a change in news shall we say a change in news um so uh, uh, no michael see so it was definitely like the quieter when you're in the train the bit that bit was a little bit quieter you'll you'll see what i mean when you watch it anyway sorry i'm bouncing around people hate it when i do this uh actually no just some comment some people who review the podcast hate it when i do this but everyone everyone here watching it generally doesn't mind too much um I, uh, Ina is asking is DFT mentioning Greggs the first time they've done anything for any place north of Brum in a few decades yeah that's a fair point um, Virgin Orbital or Virgin Orbit has uh, gone it's another it's another Virgin thing gone which is good uh, some people shout at me when I, when I when I shout about being being kind of the schadenfreude in Britain's embryonic space industry collapsing in on itself no it, it, our space we, we do lots of space support for esa and stuff like that um we should continue to do that the idea that we create our own version of esa and it and, it, and it, it it's anything other than a joke is is for the birds um yeah it's nice to see that just generally virgin's a bit of a dying brand uh yeah i i don't know uh, pff, yeah who knows let's see what happens post branson but uh, virgin as a brand has so much less punching power than them. Um, uh yeah so much less punching power uh, than it than it used to it's just it's just a very of it's a very 90s brand and it just doesn't it's not it's, it's just it hasn't i don't think it's aged well anyway i digress right this is an interesting uh one so um the rib have released an urgent safety advice notice they don't do this very often uh spittle junction in peterborough uh, they published this on the 25th of may uh, urgent safety advice uh Oh, 0223. Uh, that's not february 23 it's the second one they've released in 23 uh, in 2023 over speeding through special junction um and the advice is basically that there is not adequate signaling arrangements in place to mitigate the risk of trains traveling fast through a slow junction um and it's happened twice and they've now released the safety advice note they really should have done it after the first one um yeah so there's a the 30 mile an hour junction well actually it reduces down to 25 miles an hour and trains have gone through it at a lot more than that a couple of times now which is very very dangerous it says something for the design of SNC and our safety our curvature safety limits as a PWA engineer that trains managed to get through that that SNC at that sp- uh, you know at that speed um quite something basically it's saying network rail you need to fix that immediately fit fit, fit additional TP tpws loops or whatever to fix that problem um all right now well, this is the chance for right, so this is a small bit of news which is there's a new rail capital fund in the US to um to do grade separation which is okay that's good G- getting rid of grade separation is good but briefly there's also a uh, hot off the press uh as announced and sent to me as this episode has happened um art- uh, actually it's not it's from may 25th 2023 so it's not that hot off the press but i've just been sent it which is uh, article introducing a new era of rail in america uh the following article got by amtrak executive vice president capital delivery Let's go big face for this one. Look, it's me. It's me and big face. And, and here we have the, the thing that I'm looking at on my phone. Uh, basically, it's... What is this? What's the... There's... Just... I think it's an announcement of lots of cash. I think that's... the big capital delivery team. Lots of capital projects. Uh, gateway program. B&P tunnel replacement program. Susquehanna River bridge replacement. Uh, ooh. Um, Chicago Hub improvement program. Uh, new trains... So uh, new Acela, new Amtrak Aero, uh, with an interesting kind of livery-type situation going on. Uh, new long-distance trains, fine. That'll be good because uh, you're running a lot of old cars everywhere. New locos, fine. Nothing about electrification, I notice. NEC station upgrades and expansions. Um, Chicago Union ADA stations program. There we go, lots of good stuff. There's a big announcement of lots of in- investment. Good good news, good. I hope it happens. I'm very pleased. Yes, the U.S. has a, a, a rather wild amount of... Um, of uh of good separation but then so do we in a few places um and uh yeah uh here is a, a tweet by c2c showing it where we have a suburban rail system electrified suburban rail system with level crossings which you know we, we, we shouldn't have that folks that's mental um yeah ouch that's not good that's a video oh you can't see me on big face oh let me get rid of big face. It's fine, it's fine. No face. You didn't see anything, you just heard some weird noise. So, sorry. This clever segue to C2C. Uh, there's a tweet saying, look shocking CCTV footage showing a suburban railway with a level crossing on it um, and a lorry with its tail tipped back. Um, you know, with its tail tipped back. Uh, just absolutely going through as you're about to see in the video that I'm about to play again. This, set, this time, you can see it. Uh, uh. I I want to point out the fact that the big flash was at at the base of the truck because the 25,000 volts went through the metal of that truck and through the tires uh, into the rail underneath, uh, which created a big flash. Uh, That's a big yikes. So, hmm, hmm. anyway. Right, it's time. It's Tesla time. Let's 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 reach Tesla time. We're we I'm drawing this one in for the hour, folks. We're we're doing it. We're doing it because I've got uh my father in law here and I want to see him, to be honest. I want to go and give him a hug. So City run by Let's get Swindle. Let's start off with the Las Vegas news, which is Las Vegas are continuing to make a thing about the, the Tesco Tesco? No, not Tesco tunnel. Oh, my brain's gone into autopilot. The Tesla tunnel. This is just a road tunnel with taxis in it. It's not very exciting. It's very stupid. Um, but they're intending to, I mean, for a variety of things. It's very, this tweet's very funny. Imagine being able to take a Tesla underground through a tunnel with stops at the airport, hotels in downtown. You're describing just a car going through a tunnel. It's, it's not revolutionary. This isn't something from some futuristic sci-fi movie. Correct. It's the Vegas Loop. I mean, no. And it could become a reality in Las Vegas. It's, it's a car tunnel you're being very excited about a car tunnel and then obviously they got enormously ratioed on this which is always very funny um, and then they just an- they kept as- answering the things about the safety with this is an entirely privately funded transportation system it isn't though is it because you're giving credence to it at the expense of actual public transport solutions Ugh. so um yeah uh, it's a city run by swindlers and they've been swindled by uh, the swindler in chief who's the guy who owns twitter amongst other things so, yes, it's very stupid. Our team will need to approve design development studies, which include safety requirements, so they, everyone was like, this is unsafe bullshit. As mentioned in the video, this provides another transportation option for residents and visitors, which includes team in Las Vegas. No, it doesn't. It's just a lane of traffic. You're just creating another lane of traffic. And it literally is traffic. It's queues. It's rubbish. It's absolute rubbish. It's hilarious that anyone thinks this is good. Credulous idiots think this is good. No one else should. Um. Anyway, but that's kind of hiding the fact that Tesla as an organisation is coming unstuck um Tesla I mean this is this is not that big a deal in terms of a lawsuit but this lawsuit is um uh, Tesla's been accused of fraud false advertising of autopilot technology um which is yes I mean this is this case for all driverless technology but certainly the case of of autopilot um drivers are suing electric car manufacturer Tesla accusing the company of deceiving consumers about the ability of this autopilot system which is sold for thousands of dollars as an add-on to its cars um big class action lawsuit uh, filed in california um every year since 2016 the promise has been that this is going to be fully self-driving fully autonomous and it's just around the corner uh, obviously that's absolute r- rubbish as we know um and the point is that yeah the lawsuit points several statements about tesla's advanced driver assistance systems um uh and uh, yeah the 2016 video where they like show the Basically, the video is faked. Tesla employees made the video, They revealed that the car in the video had significant assistance from commercial mapping software not available to Tesla customers, Though the car still performed poorly and even ran into a fence during filming. Fantastic. That's about the level that driverless vehicles are on. They require, if they're actually working like the Waymo ones, um, they're not working. They have a person driving it remotely and also where they're not being driven remotely, they have an incredibly expensive, highly detailed scan that you literally could not do for everywhere in the world. So it's like, it, it's, the point is that it's a gimmick that's trying to p- pretend that it exists. The reality is the technology is no further forwards function than it was in the 1950s, despite the quantum leap in actual technology, you know, the actual hardware, um, and indeed software, particularly the hardware, quantum leap in hardware, uh, compared to, you know, the 1950s, obviously, um, that's not the only thing, though. It gets worse for Tesla. So that lawsuit is small beans. What's big beans is Tesla recalling every single car they've sold in China. <laughs> 1.1 million cars in China due to the fact that they're um, breaking... Actually, this is this is worth picking up. Yeah, Tesla recall 1.1 million cars in China due to potential safety risks. Um, yes, 1,104,622 vehicles um and uh, that's pretty much all of the vehicles they've sold in china during the four year, that four year period uh, from 2019 to 2023 um and uh, i'm just gonna this is small text so i'm gonna read it sorry i just keep bash the mic did you hear that by the way i just bashed it with my thumb but i'm interested to know if it actually worked um he's claimed the statements he made were ai deepfakes oh he's just doing he's just trying to yeah, anyway um they're not it didn't exist in the 2016 so um vehicles have issued uh, have issues that may increase the probability of drivers mistakenly stepping on the accelerator pedal normal for an extended period which include could increase yeah if generally it could increase the risk of collision and impose a safety hazard yeah generally uh, stepping on the accelerator pedal for an extended period increases the risk of a collision um yeah crikey so there's the other thing was that 2600 model s cars they'd imported into china had hoods that could pop up the bonnet could pop up unexpectedly whilst driving posing a safety risk yeah you can't see you might crash uh just not great that's going to be expensive so obviously that wall of the share price of tesla and um, but the thing is it's not you know there are other things going on in the background with with tesla so soros uh, george soros had had a, a a large investment fund dumped in uh kind of within tesla um and soros has pulled that which is why elon musk is now doing uh kind of uh nazi anti-semitism against uh, and and doing kind of massive anti-semitic conspiracy theory stuff uh whereas his here uh elon musk with extremely online annoying guy brian krasenstein um going on about holocaust stuff um uh and then uh but in fairness kind of making some reasonable point here um and then elon musk is saying you assume they have good intentions referring to all jews uh they're not Referring to all Jews. This is anti Semitic, by the way, folks. Uh, he wants to erode the very fabric of civilization. Uh anti-Semitic trope number one. Soros hates humanity. Anti-Semitic trope number two. Uh yeah, classic stuff. Uh, Elon Musk is a white supremacist. He is a bad person. You should not stand him. He's bad. Um and also in terms of other things going wrong, uh, meanwhile at SpaceX, he's been banned from launching any more rockets for a while because he uh Made an environmental disaster happen at his previous rocket location, and at Twitter, he's trying to turn it. it it's, this is this is kind of instructive, by the way. Um, he's trying to turn Twitter. He's changed the name of the company that runs Twitter, uh, the, the holding company for Twitter, into X.com, right? And um, the reason for this being, his whole life is just beef. It's just beef. He is just a but. He is the world's most butt hurt guy, and he wants to have XCom work again. Because don't forget, he didn't invent PayPal. He just bought into it. Uh, the X was his idea, and that got that kind of thing got ripped off. Like he just wants to make this one thing that didn't actually work at the time work now. He's just a butt hurt loser um, who has a lot of money, and so everyone says yes to him all around him. Calamitous. Oh, anyway, uh, how are we doing? Nineteen fifty-seven. Ah, oh, of course, the big picture stuff is when it come back. Let's pull it back to transport, shall we? Um. As we will talk about next episode, by the way. Um, lithium batteries are not the future despite the DFT's hopes. We know this stuff. We know uh, that the... that So there's another US study, and there have been lots of these. They find electric vehicle reliance must be reduced. study from the University of California has found that lithium mining presents an environmental danger. That's not news. And electric vehicle size must be reduced. Also not news, but fine. But there are a few interesting kind of points picked up here. Um, you know, Large scale mining entails social environmental harm. Fine, that's not that's not radical. But it increases drought intensity and redu- reduces biodiversity. Okay, fine. This is the interesting one. In the U.S. specifically, seventy nine percent of known lithium deposits sit within thirty five miles of Native American reservations. Here we go. We're talking about the the geopolitical nastiness of lithium mining, and that mining operations are often begun without obtaining the permission of the indigenous people in the area ah uh, yes that's right so lithium mining is it really is like one of the front lines in new colonialism uh so yeah clearly environmental and social issues regarding mining um this is the case outside of the u.s as well south america particularly uh, but also in europe we're seeing you know huge holes being created for lithium mines and then the fact that this is a you know, there's a, an enormous water shortage happening uh, on, on our little planet getting worse and worse um And the point is that um, lithium mining basically requires an enormous amount of water, um, which is very bad news. So lithium mining is bad. It is not the future. We need to stop having lithium mines and we need to stop relying on lithium batteries. They are bad news. Uh, Very, very bad news. So... What else is there to say? Well, that's the, that's the news, folks. I, I've roared through this. We're going to have a minute late, because uh, but but I denied you 15 minutes of rail now, didn't I? So uh, let's let's get rid of my face and let's tell you about... Oh, actually, you know what? Let's, let's quickly look at the chat briefly before we do that. There's some chat going on. Um, is our man driverless 4th Bridge bus got anything to do with Tesla? No. Um, uh, yeah... Deirdre is saying, is saying, especially as Tesla have tried to do automated driving on the cheap in terms of sensing, yeah, they kind of got rid of all the LiDAR stuff and they're just going off cameras, which is why they're so far behind. Um, the number of actual sensors needed to be mounted on a vehicle to do auto driving safely is huge. Pointing out that the stuff that you know the, 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 the driver aids with this technology is fine, but there's a huge, enormous leap from doing things like parallel automatic parking, lane assist, to um, you know collision avoidance, to driving a vehicle Entirely, like there's just an incomprehensible difference in in, in, in sort of uh, complexity there. Oh, anyway, um, so, uh, Gareth's asking lithium questions, not me, Gareth. Gareth in the chat. Uh, there's so much, so much, um, yeah, um, yeah, there's so much. There's there's lots of chat going on. So much to think. I'm idle a- because I've had two nights of very bad sleep. So I'm gonna get rid of my face and tell you all. Thank you for watching, lovelies. Sorry I was late, but I promise it should be worth it for a, a fun episode of everyone's favourite uh, Engineering Disasters podcast. Um listen to this podcast if you do. Um and and if you do if you, you know if you do listen to it rather, uh, thanks for doing that. That's lovely of you. Um yeah, it's very popular in, in audio only form. Lots of listeners in you know, I get several hundred people listening At any given day there are two or three hundred people listening to rail Natter, which is bonkers um and uh and uh, thanks for doing that please do a, a star on the podcast if you listen to it that's nice you do have to write a review but just do a little star that'd be very kind of you um slash gareth dennis gareth denniscouk slash merch patreonme slash gareth dennis and gareth dennis.co.uk slash discord for respectively the patreon where you can support rail Natter to continue to happen uh, the merchandise, uh, the Teespring website, where uh, you can get merchandise, uh, including soon to be restored, the RailNatter uh, Not A Metro Sorter, but also there's loads of other stuff in there. Thanks for all of you who've, I've not gone and checked actually, but the, the last time I checked, loads of people have bought stuff. The money that you buy for the LGBT, um, basically for the uh, pro-trans uh, like trans rights uh, merch, that money will go to LGBT, uh, York LGBT Forum. Uh, PayPal.me slash Gareth Dennis is where you can throw abuse and coins. I mean, of course, the Discord server where all the channel, uh, all the chatter continues ad infinitum, uh, making everyone very happy. Um, next episode, uh, we are having uh, Thea Francos is joining us uh i think possibly professor i should check that but uh thea rio franco joining, which is very cool talking about this very thing achieving zero emissions with more mobility and less mining how do we do it with less mining that's episode 169 nice um so i'm very much looking forward to that first guest in ages uh i will make sure to get the um actually i'll show you what let's go to secondary face again let's go desk cam so here yeah, there we are. This is the slider. So there's me. I'm not going to touch that one. This is the Skype. So this will be where the guest volume is. So it means I can make the guest silent during the the intro credits. Also, uh, eventually, when when we have music, this is a green slider for Spotify, when we have music back for an Engineer Plays. So that's exciting, isn't it? Uh, And then, obviously, I can do things. And then, um, if I get really angry, then I can use the beeper as well, which is fun. Anyway, I digress. Everyone, um, I'm late to go and spend time with my lovely family, so I'm going to go and do that. But everyone... It's been a pleasure. Sorry I was late. That was an absolute fly-through, but hopefully a bit of a a quick high-speed catch-up for everyone. Um, That's a podcast. Everyone. Uh, With video, of course. Everyone. Um. Thank you so much for watching. Thanks for listening. Thanks to Michael C for the for joining us um, in, in in a little cameo. I, I like I enjoyed that. If you've got little bits of interesting news, uh, I don't you know if it's wasted time so run it by me first, but um, uh, I I, I like the, the from our correspondent segments. That's fun in the news. I, I that that could be fun. So, uh, your suggestions to me, particularly if you're a Patreon person. I don't know whether I will make it a Patreon exclusive thing, but anyway, whatever. Um, Discord server at me. We can chat. Everyone. I'm waving vigorously. Also Twitter, of course. I'm waving vigorously. Cheerio, everyone. Cheerio.